This week, the Bamfcast dusts off one from the 80s. Only for a moment. And this moment's gone. One star, we're in. All right, and welcome to the Bamcast. Hey, Bamcast. Episode 42. Bamcast. The Ooh. answer. We're here. And we're joined by a special guest. Zark. Not much of a surprise Hi. because we told you yeah. a long time ago he'd be back. Spoilers. Spoilers. But hey, it's... Hey. So, I'm it's Harlow. good to be back. I'm Mackie. I'm the Beach. And as I said... Zark. Yes. Yay. Welcome. Woo-hoo. We even let him pick the movie. Yeah. Yep. What the hell were we thinking? Yeah, which will never happen again. <laughs> Just really so not. you know. I really feel like I let you down and I apologize. That's okay. That's okay. We'll get to it. You just hurt us. You hurt us bad. Mm, a little bit. So what? Well, well, um, I feel your pain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least you stayed to suffer. <laughs> so what? What we do every week is um, we uh, we pick a uh, a shitty movie and, <laughs> and we watch it and then we uh, talk about it and then uh, we come back after a little bit of a break and we talk about some other things. But the way we rate said shitty movie is one, two, five jocks in the good category for the good bad movies. Named for robot jocks. Right. And a prime goes, example of a good, bad movie. Yes. And like if it, an amazing bad if movie. It, if it goes the other way, and much more like Twilight, then it gets one to five bags on a negative sliding scale. As in douche bags. Yes. Big old douche bags. Big old bag of douche. So, where will this one go? This week we watched Night of the Comet from 1984. Ooh. You're welcome. You're... You're... Never welcome. We got again. <laughs> so, I gotta admit, I thought we were getting a Valley Girl zombie movie. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of how the, the wow. That's kind of how the plot was pitched. It it went completely different. Yeah, a completely totally different direction than I figured it would. And Why don't you give us an example? Not a good of one. The, uh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> what we were expecting. Let's get a synopsis going. Right. Here. Okay. So, synopsis. Two pretty high school girls don't like their mother or her new boyfriend. One morning, they wake up to find that everyone in Los Angeles has been turned to dust by a comet except them, a guy who looks like Eric Estrada, some zombies, and the occupants of a secret underground government installation. Does it really say the guy looks like Eric Estrada? That's a surprisingly (laughs) good synopsis. Yeah, well, I picked a random one off of IMDb, and there you go. Yeah, they don't mention the three zombies they run into. No, they said uh, some zombies. Okay, yeah, some. That's that's a good description. A couple. A couple, like five, maybe. Yeah. God. Yeah. Okay, Man. so uh, <laughs> I don't know how they pitched this movie. Like, it's just weird. They're like, okay, <laughs> we're doing a lot of coke right now, <laughs> and you know it'd be totally yeah. awesome. <laughs> I'm just spitballing here, just spitballing <laughs> here. Get like two chicks, like Valley girls, you know, and they'll just run around. And they'll be like, I don't know, some zombies, it'd be like an apocalypse, and some scientists, right? Yeah, <laughs> and lots of music. We'll, we'll sell the shit out of a soundtrack. <sighs> Wow, and that soundtrack, it's relentless. It is. It's like everything you didn't ever <laughs> want to hear again from the 80s right. is suddenly brought up that sounds vaguely familiar, but you know you've never heard it before. Yeah, it's a lot of like royalty-free or cover songs or just well, yeah, they plain had, old generic. They had the, the most recognizable one is yeah. Girls Just Want to Have Fun, and it's a cover of it. Right. In 1984. Yeah, which is weird because yeah. something tells me they weren't asking for a lot for that song then. I, I don't know. I don't know, but... And whoever was actually doing the mixing of the audio with the vocals, the actual people talking, right. definitely didn't have the right equipment to do that. No, 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 no. no. Well, yeah, I mean, all right, so we were watching a, a pretty bad dub of this, so... 
Oh yeah, maybe mm-hmm. maybe a better copy exists somewhere, and it sounds more like it's supposed to. But yeah, we had it cranked and a lot of hiss, and you know, it it looked like one of those like dub of a dub v- VHS somewhere along the way kind of things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I obtained this, yeah, I, uh, I I thought I was going after some much early like '50s '60s B movie material. Oh, yeah, it sounds like that. It did. <laughs> yeah, it's. I I still can't figure out how it got made because not much happens. Yeah, I mean that's that's the biggest problem this movie has is it is boring as fuck. Yeah, well, pretty much it is like the longest, boringest, nothing happening movie. I fell for asleep. so long. You fell asleep. You fell yeah, asleep. I fell asleep. Yeah. Well, it's weird because they obviously you know they were doing this in in urban Los Angeles and it was obvious that at several points they had to clear streets. I mean, yeah. you know, that takes know a lot, you know, to do. And usually yeah. you only get that in pretty big budget movies or it's filmed in a little tiny town. You know, it, it usually takes a lot to clear out a big city like this and mm-hmm. create desolate waste. Yeah. And I mean, apparently it costs less than a million dollars to make. Yeah. So yeah. on the, uh, which is on, not surprising <laughs> on the Waikai Padilla, it says that it was, was there a lot of like matte paintings and stuff? I mean, was it like, fake? Um, I don't know. I mean, if they it were, still they were costs good. money to make yeah. a matte yeah. painting. The estimated <laughs> budget was three million, but okay. the director has stated seven hundred thousand. Yeah, there was a significant yeah. budget for smoke machines, fog machines. <laughs> yes, God. yes, and red filters. Yeah, yes. that's the big thing. It's once the comet hits, everything turns red. Yeah, and so and it smoking. stays red and dark it throughout the entire off. movie. Like nobody turns on any lights anywhere yeah. ever. That's that's pretty much where this movie starts. Is it? I, I I don't know. Maybe they were trying to ride like the Haley's Comet hype because that happened in what was eighty six, something like somewhere that around there. I don't know. It seemed far enough away that it. Yeah, I mean, maybe I they were know. trying to. You know, people were already talking about it or something. But anyway, like it starts off. It's night. It's close to Christmas, and everybody's outside waiting to see this comet. And so they're having like big block parties, and for some reason, there a lot of people are gathered at a movie theater. Which yeah, that that didn't you know, make any sense because it's like watch the comet night. Yeah. Inside. <laughs> and there was a the right. newscaster that looked like the Fonz, but he was just kind of like there. Yeah. So. <laughs> the most nervous newscaster. So, like, oh, yeah. So they're, they're, they're just hanging out of this. Like, that's where we first meet our, I guess her star is Regina or Reg as she goes by. Reg. And she works at this movie theater or barely works at this movie theater because Basically, apparently she, she sits, plays Tempest. Yeah. All she the sits time. around and plays Tempest all day or Bones the Projectionist. And that's pretty much what she does. It's my kind of girl. That's how uh, all movie theaters work. Yeah. <laughs> So lazy employees, projectionists, fucking everything. So yeah, there's 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 people <laughs> everywhere like hanging out, like having these big block parties. That was not my movie theater experience at all. <laughs> the, the very what was really weird not is like yet. I mean I'm, I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but that was looked like stock footage from Times Square, you know, New yes. Year's Eve in yeah. the very beginning. I swear that looked like LL Cool J. <laughs> it was LL Cool was J. Yeah, I'm I mean, almost positive that it had was LL Cool J. It, it sure did look like him. He's the most famous person in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, like. She goes upstairs to you know to get busy get with the with the projectionist who happens to be a uh, Buck from Kill yeah, Bill. Yeah, his name's Buck, and he likes to fuck. The owner that's the what he does. Wagon. That's what he does in this movie. Yeah. So <laughs> about all he gets to do is run a projection. Yeah, run a projector and bone the main star of the film. Oh, he got to be brained by a uh, by a zombie yeah. brother. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, he was actually the only one we see get actually killed by a zombie. I think yeah. you're right. Yeah, probably. I don't think there was any other actual zombie. No. Yeah. No, not really. I mean, there's a little bit more zombie violence with the same guy, but she kicked his ass. So. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so anyway, so they, um, she ostensibly escapes because they're in the projection room, which is made of steel, which they have this dumb conversation about 
several. Can Superman see through steel or whatever? Yeah, and she tells him it's lead. It's lead, and... which is correct, but. You know, so anyway, apparently, like this, <laughs> and then she calls him the nerd for yeah. not knowing that. Yeah. yeah, but then you know, so they're okay. They didn't like get hit when the comets raise or whatever, which they never bothered to explain. It's just this cosmic thing. That yeah, they just kind of show everybody outside. I'm kind of glad watching that they didn't it waste through. time on that. Well, they yeah. it basically like microwaved everybody. Like they basically they did. They had that long intro at the beginning, like. From a time long ago, <laughs> something dinosaurs disappeared overnight. That kind of thing. And oh, then, is it, did I, I, yeah, it was the whole voiceover. At the okay, start. the voiceover. Right. Sorry, I missed that part. It explains how you the, didn't really miss. Anything. Last time the comet came by, the okay, the dinosaurs went extinct, and some people recognized this, and that's how you get the scientists that had locked themselves in because okay. they were afraid <laughs> they were of total it. dolts anyway. Yeah. <laughs> left the vents open. God, they're yeah. a bunch of douches. So anyway, so she survives, and so does the Buck, the projectionist, or Larry, as he's called in this movie. Mm-hmm. But um. You know, it's morning time. They don't know what's going on. They've, they've been sleeping in this projection room all night, to, you know, encased in steel, so they're okay. And he goes downstairs, opens the door, and, ah, zombie, and he gets brained in the head with a wrench. Mm-hmm. And, and then dragged off. And dragged off. So then Presumably goes, to be eaten. Because isn't he eating something he looks like Yeah, he's eating later. some, like, monk, you know, some lumps of meat there yeah. behind the, in the alley. So she walks outside, sees the keys, goes looking for him, and out comes the same zombie... She wails on him on a little bit and drives off on his motorcycle. All very calm that there's absolutely nobody in the streets at mm-hmm. this point. Yeah. And that she's, she's just got attacked by a zombie creature. Yeah, she's surprisingly dude. nonchalant that there's clothes everywhere, piles yeah. of dust, and a crazy zombie guy attacks her in the Yeah. And of alley. course, immediately, well, after she fires up the motor, his motorcycle and rides off, immediately has the soundtrack going because, you know... You gotta have your tunes. It's the 80s right. and it's a soundtrack. Yeah, you it's gotta, like GTA. You gotta have your tunes when you're driving around in the apocalypse it doesn't matter if it's a you know if it's a luggage handling cart or a motorcycle you hop on yeah pretty much anywhere in this movie that they couldn't play could play music and that's the thing is like they try to make it except for like some some of the ambient like syntho score stuff you know fabulous synth yeah like any anywhere else there's like a song song it's supposed to be yeah it's supposed to be authentic into the scene like it's being played out of a boombox or the radio Mm -hmm. station or the car yeah. or whatever or the motorcycle as it drives away yeah. and gets slowly yeah that's the first time we notice it it's like the motorcycle starts to do like a little bit of a doppler thing where we're like wait the music's supposed to be coming from the mo- motorcycle because it's going away <laughs> mm-hmm. well i mean she's riding around for five minutes because yeah. they wanted to play the whole song or something right. i don't know because <laughs> yeah. there's god that beginning took forever yeah i mean yeah, it took it goddamn forever for her to get anywhere yeah well apparently she she decided to work at this movie theater that's a long ass ways from her house because yeah it, she drove, drove and drove and drove and drove and drove and finally gets home. And that's where we meet her sister, the cheerleader, blonde bimbo, who Kip has Mindy. no idea what's going on. And doesn't seem to care all that doesn't, much. Doesn't, yeah. And she, <laughs> it, it did provide kind of a funny scene because she comes in and she's like, this is serious. It just starts like shaking her around. Yeah. It reminded me of like the scene in Airplane where it's like, get a hold of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean. You're freaking me out. There, so, were, there were some good, some good scenes with that girl as far as her getting smacked around. Yeah, like like the stepmom. Oh yeah, before literally. That. Yeah, in the very beginning is probably the best scene of the movie yeah. as far as laughs go. Is because she starts arguing with the stepmom who's mm-hmm. saying how they can't go out, Doris. they can't see the can't see the comet, and then so she sasses her, so the mom smacks her, mm-hmm. so she, she smacks the mom right back. And then the mom just pulls back and cold cocks her right in the mouth. <laughs> and she goes, awesome. she does a backflip over yeah. the couch, does like a reverse somersault, like into the that's, TV. That's into true. the TV. That was my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, and that's in the first five minutes. That's pretty good. Yeah, was Doris just 
Just popping her in yeah. the mouth. Doris ain't going to take no shit. Oh, no. Because <laughs> we just thought it was funny because we're like, oh, because they do these little fake slaps before that. You know, they're like really terribly acted slaps. Right. And then all of a sudden, she, this girl just gets popped in the face. Yeah. That's pretty good stuff. And it was all downhill from there. After that, we end up seeing her, the sister, she basically ends up in her cheerleading outfit because she's going to go to practice and it's right. Saturday morning and ends okay. up wearing this outfit through the rest of the movie. Yeah. Well, most of it. Yeah. The the vast majority of right. it. So she just looks ridiculous in this red, white, and blue cheerleader outfit wandering around yeah. all day. But it was just weird because she, she seemed pretty nonchalant. They were both pretty nonchalant about the fact that like everyone's dead, except for the one scene where they freak out in the kitchen. Yeah. And she gives her the shake, like, what the hell's wrong with you? And They're all gone. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. So... And so they just decide to wander around after that, I guess. Yeah. It's that. like, it's just things just kind of happen. Like, they don't really well, have no, any motivation they the, for where they're going or yeah, what they're they were doing. Listening. No, they did. They were listening to the boombox. They were box. listening to the boombox, and they heard the guy on the radio. They were like, oh, wait, if everybody's thought, dead, oh, how's, yeah. how are they broadcasting the okay. Mr. Cool Guy Radio. I'm here live. I was so engrossed there. in the 80s music that yeah. I didn't hear that. Well, so they decided the to go to the radio station. and Was, was that before or after they, they were... Using the car for target practice with the Mac 10 that was before. just magically appeared. That was before. That was after they met. Okay, right. The guy. Sorry, sorry to skip ahead. Yeah, no, no. So they go to this radio station, which looks like a freaking strip club or dance hall. Yeah, we thought it was weird. a strip club. When we yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, think I thought big, it was a club. Big radio couch, yeah. big S shaped couch, yeah, lots of neon lots light, of neon. Mm-hmm. and no lighting anywhere else. No. Some really weird chairs. And then they, they walk in and they realize it's all pre-programmed. Like it's yeah. a Pre- bunch of reel-to-reel. Of course, it's not like a studio. It's just like a desk in yeah. the middle of this giant... I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. With it's a tape that yeah, just keeps it's playing. It's apparently queuing all this I wanna, stuff. I want to go to that. It's magic automated station. reel-to-reel that just knows what yeah. to play. That's actually what we are. We're just a series of reel-to-reel cassettes. Yeah, and we're Dude. all queued. Yeah. If you ever hear a little clicking, that's just, you know, yeah. machines working. Right. They're not perfect. Click. Totally. Beep. <laughs> we're not t- perfect, perfect, perfect. But yeah, per- that's where perf. they that's where they end up meeting Hec- Hector, Hector, or as she calls him, Hector. Hector, Hector. who's Chakotay from Star Trek Voyager. If anyone cares, <laughs> that's what it was. Yeah, <laughs> he must have fallen asleep we when he figured care. that out. No, he asked I couldn't. Some, I couldn't remember his name. Right. I don't know what you guys. I'm not are a big about. fucking nerd. <laughs> I'm Sorry. just throwing it out there because I bet some people out there may be. Yeah. So has he? I mean, that was some people may have seen the show. And then that Star Trek series was mm, late, late 90s, 90s at the yeah. best. So what was he doing between... Oh, not a damn not a I'll thing. tell you. <laughs> Probably on some soap operas, because that seems to be where everybody goes at some point yeah. in time. And the main girl, she was on Last Starfighter, right? That's like the only other thing that's worth anything that she was on. I believe yeah, so, I think yes. So. Yeah. Uh, this did not help her see. career at all. <laughs> well, I don't know. She's kind of like bitchy through three-fourths of what she ends up doing in the movie. Like, when they first meet Hector, she's just like, it's like, hey, here's somebody who's not crazy and not trying to kill you. And she's just like, fuck you. We don't need your help. We'll figure it out. You know, and she's just a complete bitch to him. And, he, and he's just like, I just want to know what's going on, man. <laughs> but it's not even like a well. I'm glad you aren't trying to kill me. So well, H- Hector, a.k.a. Robert Veltran, was in mm-hmm. Lone Wolf McQuaid as well. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Oh. Yeah. Somebody else was in. Somebody was. Somebody else was in Lone Wolf. Somebody from this movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Maybe the blonde. Was it little blonde girl? Cheerleader chick. Sister. I don't know. know. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but I saw it when I was doing some research. You were researching. Yeah. Hell. Yeah, I got bored. Okay. (laughs) That's not very cassette tape of you. I did research. Sorry. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know what the hell he's doing. Yeah. I think he just got some gutter Tourette's. So, as you can tell, there's just yeah, not much happens in this movie, really. So, all right, so they meet up with him and um, they talk. <laughs> they talk about things, do stuff for you a know. long time. Yeah, they're talking. You know, they they explain like dad's a, in the army or something, and that's why they Which know says, how to yeah. do self defense and shoot guns, and handle and, weapons. And, and they then, have they have yeah, an, a massive arsenal just well, yes, randomly. I I don't know if like time was supposed to have passed because basically yes. basically Hector goes. I got to go down to San Diego to see if my parents and family oh, are still right, alive. Right. He ditches, and then maybe some time passed, and they went and acquired. They got what two Mac tens, basically. Yeah, yeah they yeah. mentioned somewhere like the the shooting range they had gone to or something. Yeah. They mentioned oh, they might have guns there and automatic weapons. Yeah, so they and both. <laughs> so there's just a weird scene where they're shooting up this uh, big old like Lincoln car or something, yeah. and just and tra- apparently yeah. trying to remember how to reload the gun. Well, yeah, it's weird because to... like it, it jams, you know, because they're they're pretty shitty guns, and yeah. you know, but they make a big like long drawn out thing of. You know the gun keeps jamming. <laughs> that was they're the just like fuck this El Camino. <laughs> yeah. Dad would have bought us Uzis. That yeah. was yeah. a great line. <laughs> so yeah, it's just yeah, it's Samantha just like this weird pissed. awkward thing. And then then they're like sitting there after they shot the guns, like ah okay. And apparently they've stolen a police car too at this point because they're, yeah. they're like, all of a sudden just, they're hey, sitting in a police not? car. And then they go hey, or I think I think sister well, starts it, complaining about like ah oh, these clothes are itchy. I'm yeah. gonna have to wear this cheerleader outfit forever. So they decide of course to go to the mall. Oh my god. Yeah. Or the shopping arcade, as one of the scientists calls it. (laughs) Right. Yeah, and this is at the point where Hector has gone to San Diego to try and find his family. Right, right. Let's split up and figure out what's going on We're the only people left on Earth, so we may as well split up. As far as we know, we're the only ones left. By the way, it was Doris. Doris Doris was in Lone Wolf. Of course. The stepmom? They had to get the ass That's because she's a bad bitch. Oh, she was the ex-wife, wasn't she? Yeah. Molly. Yeah, I think so. Lone Wolf. Okay. We're confusing movie. God, that movie was so much better. Yeah. Oh, that was a tons movie. better. Um, yeah, but so they go to the mall. Yeah. And then they... And they do the... Of course, you, it's the 80s movie, so yeah. you have to have a montage. montage right. This is the Breakfast montage, Club, you know, dancing montage, montage mm-hmm. going crazy, dancing downstairs and stuff. Two girls just want to have fun. Yes. As performed mm-hmm. by nobody you've heard of. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then... Uh, it's pretty... performed by Lindy Sauper. Yeah. <laughs> It's a pretty good cover. Oh, good. I didn't know. I didn't. I kind of yeah, thought it, it was a cover. It, it when sounded. I heard it. It's it pretty sounded close. A it was bit weird, close. but it was. Yeah, it was really good. I kept thinking, like I, I had like, you know, money in my head that it was going to be a cover when we got the credits. I was just like, yeah. I don't think that was Cindy Lauper. <laughs> but anyway, well, yeah, that it just uh, at that point didn't didn't somebody say, well, there's their entire yeah, budget for licensing that song, pretty much, and they didn't even spend it on that. So then we get treated to a scene of. Action. Okay. Some well, somewhere back, yeah. somewhere back before this, they have established that there is this like underground layer, you know, fail safe pl- place where the scientists live. Mm-hmm. Because while this has been going on, they they've cut to a couple scenes where they're like trying to explain that these scientists live in this place and they're you know humanity's last hope or whatever. Yeah. And there's and a lot of exposition they, yeah, about they, how well, once yeah. somebody's exposed, then they're going to turn into a zombie, and then they're going to turn to dust, calcify or something. That's yeah. all that's left. It but, was, so there's a lot of exposition. But then there. they talk about like going to get the survivors. So I'm just setting mm-hmm. that up because the next thing we're treated to in the, in the mall is this weird gang of Omega like, Men. Yeah, like that child like, has well, they, like I said, the you know it's the Adam Ant Goon Squad yes. because yeah. They've we all got like, the world. like long sleeves and short, you know, like and always like sunglasses, sunglasses <laughs> and weird ties and yeah, and just the one guy speaking in the most annoying way possible. I love those guys, but he did have the best line in the movie. Oh yeah, yeah. 
because like basically they they corner him and there's this god awful shootout. I mean, oh. like you said, the worst movie shootout I think I've ever seen. Of just spraying bullets and shooting shit. Well, for yeah, no it's like them waiting until someone pops up yeah. and then not shooting them until they duck back down yeah. and then shooting. And, and, and the whole time, uh, uh, Samantha, the cheerleader chick, is like throwing shoes. Yeah, right. Yeah, like showing through <laughs> throwing shoes Who to distract them. She lost her yeah. gun. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. They, they they picked up her gun. Yeah, but why it, it's they, this excruciatingly yeah. long shootout? Eventually, they capture the girls and they've got them chained up. And well, no, they eventually they capture them, and the one girl, Samantha gets captured regina has one of them hostage right, and right. the guy's like i can't let you take a hostage yeah <laughs> and she's and like shoots his own and guy. so he shoots his own guy yeah i was kind of and then then and then she goes you're you're crazy and he <laughs> and that is the best line <laughs> yeah. in the movie he goes i'm not crazy i just don't give a fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> delivered in the most bizarre yeah, yeah. Yeah. speech pattern ever yeah it's like he's trying to be a radio dj but not i don't yeah. know it's very strange and then again they have this whole long weird yeah. explanation that they were stock boys in this place i don't know <laughs> and now they own it and yeah. they chain them up and then they if it hadn't fallen apart by this time it had completely disintegrated yeah with this at this point yes. it didn't because recover at this point and then he's doing russian roulette against the girl's head right. and i'm just like i hope he kills him yeah because <laughs> that might be the end of the movie but no no the scientists break in and shoot them all right but and what? then they decide at that point, the scientists now, the you know, the Adam Ant guys are dead. The scientists are here, and they decide that they take like one look at at Samantha and say like she's like sitting there scratching, and they're like, oh, she's already infected. She'll be dead. And uh, we haven't we haven't really talked about wet blanket scientists yet, have we? No. Wet blanket so, bitch scientists. Yeah. yeah, the only female scientist Franken in the entire complex, well, and she's well, the, basically well the first one, the only one you see for a long time. Yeah. And, she's and just, we're just figured like she's she's like I may be ugly, but I'm the hottest one here. Yeah, Let my chances are jobs. not good if they pick up two eighteen year olds. Right. So she basically says they're already done for. I'll take care of it. You take uh, Reg, you know, on back because apparently they're what they're looking to do is they're looking to harness some sort of like harness their blood to figure out a cure. I guess. I guess they kept talking about a serum. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know. Again, never. It was explained. scientist mumbo jumbo. Very yeah. specious. Well, I'm we... doing science now. Well, uh, what have what they explain is that they locked themselves up, but then they left the vents open when Whoops. the comet actually hit. <laughs> <laughs> so the the genius think tank forgot to. Did you leave the vents open? Yeah. What have we told you about yeah. those comments? I told what you not to done? leave the gas on. Oh my god. god. <laughs> so the happening got them. But there's yeah. this there's this clear delineation in the scientist uh, encapsulated world. There's like the guards who have these you know big machine guns, mm-hmm. and you got the scientists who all wear the same jumpsuit speed with suit. the belt mm-hmm. with the bat belt. It thing. was a speed suit, and it's uh, a speed suit, Dean. The the guards don't talk, and they're just kind of there. But the scientists do all the shooting. Yeah, right. All right, it was fabulous. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Well, I the mean, security guards aren't paid to shoot. Th- that's the thing is like there. the motivation of, of these of these survivors. We can't afford bullets. Doesn't make any sense. I mean, you don't. They never explain how or why they think they can get a serum, serum from these people. You know, they yeah. don't explain a lot of the science, well, and, in this and movie, they also. And I'm glad they don't. Well, that's yeah. well. They also show that they're kind of losing their minds yeah. because she tries to write something. And she's and like she keeps memory. spelling words wrong, no, and that's not right. Yeah, memory. She knows she's spelling it wrong, but she can't spell it right. Yeah, I don't know. It's just. Do do caca. Their logo. Yeah, because it's just so, at first you think they're the good guys, and then you realize they're the bad guys. Except for her, the one you think is wet blanket girl. Yeah, because she she goes stays in behind and and shoots up uh, Samantha, 
you think, ostensibly killing her with some sort of drug. Yeah. And then... Uh, but what did they say? It was... Didn't they say it was sodium, sodium pentothal, pentothal, which is a yeah, we were gonna, whatever. We, we were gonna. Which I thought it was truth serum. But <laughs> we're, we're, we were going to Google this. We'll let BJ do that while we're continuing uh, to, to explain what's going on. So Reg is now back at this uh, complex, and uh, what's what blanket lady has stayed behind, but gone back to the radio station to wait for um, Hector Heck tour, <laughs> and. Uh, so he shows up in a Santa Claus outfit yeah. for some reason. He's a master of disguise. That I, I guess so, yeah. I think he thinks if he brings presents, he's going to get some. Sure. Well, you Which know. he was probably going to get some yeah. anyway because he's the last guy He wanted to Earth, deliver so. those packages so he could deliver <laughs> his package. Yeah. yeah. He was right. actually going to do the dick in the box. Yeah. Just, <laughs> oh, he had invented it 20 years one. early. He's <laughs> a man ahead of his time. So do you have some science for us, BJ? Yeah. In addition to anesthesia induction, thiopentol, sodium pentothal, was historically used to induce medical comas. Thank you, BJ. Bing. Man. So, the yeah. more you know, motherfucker. All right. You do the slap bass version. <laughs> yeah. That okay, was the so, folk version. So anyway, like, yeah. So Bye. she wants to, everyone else to think that she's killed this girl. Yeah, you know, and, and so she basically tells Hector everything. Says, "Okay, yeah, she's, they left the vents open. We're <laughs> right. stupid." She explains the whole thing, leaves this note for for him because she, at this point she can barely talk, and she's mm-hmm. already like prepping the actual syringe to. Yeah, and you kill know herself. people are going when they start putting on sunglasses indoors because right. yeah, apparently it makes so them so they can very averse so to they light. Can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but um. Yeah, so she's gone now, and Hector's realizes that uh, Samantha's still alive, and then you know goes riding in to save the day. And again, like you said, because for whatever reason he's the master of disguise, which I think is just the funniest thing. He decides when he shows up, he's going to play a cowboy. Oh, wasn't he riding yeah. around in a Santa suit? It was earlier? a pretty sweet car, yeah. though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, yeah, he, he shows like up in the Santa suit, yeah, but then he shows up in like, yeah, it was a Pontiac. It was a Pontiac. No, it was yeah. a Buick. Buick. Yeah, no. right. Any old car like that, I just call a fifty-seven <laughs> it was, Chevy. It was a car. <laughs> if, if, the car has car, wing, if the car has wings Mercury. for tail lights, it's a fifty-seven Chevy. That's all I know. No, whatever what? this Fallout shelter had the most appropriate logo. Now thinking about it, for the entire movie, it was like this maze that had all these entrances, but there was no way out of the maze. And that logo is on everything. It's on every door, every table, all the cars, every vehicle. Yeah. So anyway, so Chakotay rides up, or Hector rides up in, <laughs> in a ten-gallon uh, hat, yeah, and and starts doing this cowboy routine, and drinking a beer, and howdy, partner, howdy, partner, you know, you reckon you can drive really fast through L.A. when you ain't got nobody on the road, and I don't understand. There was no reason for it. <laughs> it just made no sense. Well, it's all the comedy in this movie feels like comedy done by people who don't aren't funny, right? <laughs> Basically. Okay. It's like they had no idea that they weren't funny at all, mm. yet they were trying to write funny. Okay. So and anyway, it so doesn't work at all. So he he you know he's luring the guard over and says, "Hey, you like girls?" And he opens up the trunk, and of course Samantha's in there because she's okay, and I think she, she pulled a gun on him or whacked him over the head yeah, or something. Yeah, the, the guy goes, "No, nah, she's dead." Yeah, he's like, "No, she ain't." Ah. And she and then, yeah, they smash his head in the. There was a there was a line there too that was pretty good. I can't remember what it was though. It was, Fuck dead. you. Yeah. <laughs> something about assholes. I don't know. Sure. Right, right, right. Right. Yeah. So uh, anyway, then. 1953 Buick Roadmaster. Beautiful. What, did you go like moviecars.com or whatever uh, that is? Yeah, the Internet Movie Car Database. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew that actually existed. I just couldn't remember the title. IMCDB? Yeah. Yup. Are you shitting me? Nope. Nope. How did I not know of this existed? There's also an Internet Movie Firearms Database. Yes. 
This it's, is it's what not complete. The favorites. internet <laughs> was created for. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, this begins the daring rescue. Um, but what's funny is Once like again, one of the Reg rescue. is like already halfway escaped on her own yeah. at this point because because uh, she's smart. Yeah, she like home rode this guy with this big ass like 1982 metal keyboard. Yeah. Thing. She whated him. Home road. <laughs> yeah, ASD after KL into the face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never heard that expression. Yeah. It's kind of like braining someone. Yeah, home road. Yeah, well, at least it was a, at least it was an eighties keyboard that weighed done. like. Yeah, at least it was an eighties keyboard that weighed like thirty pounds. Yeah, it's this big fucking keyboard. She just brains yeah. this dude with it. Well, he gets up. He's a little bit later. It's like five minutes later. He gets up. He's like, um, just want to tell you, all, shit's going down because she's a bitch escaped. That was yeah. a really funny speech. Yeah. <laughs> just like, he was all like, uh, hey guys, we kind of didn't plan on. for this, but uh, <laughs> she got away. But mm. yeah, so she's already halfway escaped, and gone, and busted in. Like they were about to hook up these two kids to. The machines or whatever. The machines. And they tell them this really weird story. Like, they're trying to get them to breathe the, the nitrous oxide. And they're like, you're going to go to sleep. And when you wake up, you'll be with Santa Claus in the, in the North, North Pole. Pole for all the rest of your life. Yeah, and the boy is just like, there ain't Santa no doesn't exist, Santa Claus. But yeah. But then the, the, the girl says one of the best lines of the movie. <laughs> yeah. The <laughs> only I, thing I wrote in my notes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Who's going to do you it? You wrote oh. it in your notes. You yeah, you have it said, right uh your parents told you never to breathe anything from strangers. Yeah. <laughs> Which is good advice. It is yeah, about great it. advice. But who says that? <laughs> Here, why don't you smell yeah. my rag, yeah. little girl? <laughs> well, that's true. Does it smell like chloroform to you? <laughs> it was the 80s. It was a different time. Yeah. 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 Does this smell like anthrax? <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> hey, man. This smells like cocaine. <laughs> why do I have so much energy all of a sudden? Is this diet? Why do I like to rate <laughs> shitty movies all of a sudden? So anyway, so like I said, she's I'm already Andrew she, McCarthy. She's already halfway out of the facility with kids in tow. Yeah, and actually, I think she gets out because, like, yeah, they, I they think just Hector's of, just like you know serendipitously outside. Well, he was just busy putting dynamite yeah. on the bottom of all <laughs> yeah. the trucks. Oh yeah, because as you know, in 1984, dynamite's available at every corner <laughs> drugstore. Hey, he, may, hey, he's he, Hector, man. He might have some connections. I'm just saying. <laughs> But yeah, so he rigs up this this truck to blow, you know, and like at this point they come running out with the kids and like the car's right there. It's just like, well, that was easy. <laughs> like we had this planned and you know, yeah, so that staples they, easy button. Yeah. They were just they just show up and they're ready to escape and he tr- he starts to, to like drive off and like, "Hey, who are these kids?" and they just start to drive on and he slams on the brakes and he's like, "No, no, wait. No, wait. It's going to be great. Wait, no, this, no, this is going to be awesome. <laughs> wait for it. <laughs> oh, wait. This is going to be totally awesome." But yeah, so <laughs> what's, almost, what's really almost. weird is like apparently they they smelled the gas, like they knew something was up. Like the even truck. though it was dynamite that he put underneath. Well, no, the he, had, he had a can of gas. <laughs> oh, too, so I'm thinking he doused yeah. the car. I may too. have been asleep. They must have. I, no, I think they cut that part actually, because he he, he went running up with a can of gas. Right. Yeah, uh, he did. But I don't think they showed him dousing the car with it. But then apparently head scientist dude has already been turning into a zombie or something. And apparently his instinct was to turn the car on anyway, because then the car goes boom. Yeah, oh, Pretty good explosion. And, and that's the rest of the budget of the movie, yeah. is this one big explosion. Mm-hmm. And that's like 10 gallons of gas. And maybe. that's pretty much the end of the movie, except for they cut to... It was a 1968 Toyota Land Cruiser. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I was disappointed <laughs> there weren't any flaming zombies like no, out, of no, the, no. out of the explosion. Well, there was one left, because yeah, that was just as they're weak. about to get away, like one last scientist kinda... zombie guy tries to take the girl and... They shoot him and, yeah. They shoot him off camera. Shoot him off camera. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it cuts to 
sometime later, they're all, you know, mostly dressed like normal Americans, uh, except she's got this uh, fucked up 80s dress, like, yeah. shoulder pads, yeah, like science fiction, shape, yeah. chest, I don't know, yeah. whatever. But they're acting like typical Americans. They're like, you know, they got the kids all dressed up football uniform. and Hector's throwing away his satchel full of guns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Into the, it's just like a waste. I'm like, dude, who's going to pick that up? You know? <laughs> anyway, but. Garbage doesn't come. So they walk up to the side of the street. They're waiting for the light to change because there's nobody around. And I don't know. But we forgot to mention one of the uh, little side plots that absolutely went nowhere because she didn't even notice it at the end of the movie. I think it was up to us to notice, which yeah. we did, is that. Reg, you know, always plays Tempest at her movie theater and apparently has all 10 or 20 high scores on the machine. Mm-hmm. But some bastard came in there and took sixth place. Yeah, DMK. Yeah, DMK. And for about two minutes, she tries to figure out who DMK is, and then we forget about it for the rest of the movie. Until this Mercedes comes flying around the corner at the very end of the movie, and that's DMK. It's yeah. like one other guy. It's some dude. Yeah, basically, yeah, much like the serendipity of the rescue, just shows up so Samantha can have a guy. Yeah, yeah. But then he was like, then cheesy music plays. When he drove up, he's like, he like talks to him for a good two minute, two or three minutes. He's like, oh, you all are survivors too. Oh, like it just occurred to him. Hey, there's some (laughs) other living people. Yeah. So movie over. Yeah. Thank God. Right. Apologies once again. I died. Yeah. Well, no, it, it, it sounded great in concept. Yeah. Yeah, this, we thought that's we were the getting thing, Buffy the, vamp- the zombie slayer. That's I mean, what it the, sounded the like. The concept would have worked, but I mean, the thing is, you think you're getting a zombie movie, and there are like four zombies total I was expecting that you see zombies. on screen. And it doesn't even really play out like uh, you know an apocalypse. I don't want goddamn movies. Either. It, it's zombies. just weird. But to me, watching this, it reminds me how much like filmmaking has changed since, you know, in the 25 years since this was made, because the pacing is so slow. Yeah. And I mean, you know... I I don't mind a slow-paced movie if it goes somewhere, but of course this one doesn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it just takes them forever to get to anything that matters. Well, and, and that's just it. I mean, like, everything they do in between, like, that's the thing. is like, even a slow-paced movie these days might have interesting dialogue or something to progress yeah. the plot. Like, most of this didn't have anything that made it do anything, you know? It was just yeah, people it were just saying came stuff. came off as boring. Yeah. Really boring. <laughs> I mean, every time they started to introduce excessively something, boring. If they started to introduce something, it went nowhere. It was kind of resolved in like five minutes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah there so. were leg warmers. That's there were leg time. warmers yeah. at several points. Yeah. So anyway, shall we rate this bitch and move on? <laughs> yep. Yeah. We've already talked way too much about yeah, no, it. Yeah, no, yeah. that's fine. I don't think there was any raping in this movie. Uh, there was an attempt. No. It was implied that it might happen when the girls were. That's caught a damn by shame. Oh, the guys, double dream. The double dream with the cops. Oh, yeah, we forgot the double yeah. dream. There yeah. was the there was the a dream within the dream. The specter of raping. But yeah. Yeah. Really. Well, where she thinks she's going to get a DUI, but then the rape. <laughs> yeah, the two cops are zombies. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is a grim specter. <laughs> oh yeah. You do not want to see that specter. Yeah. But yeah, she thinks she's going to get a DUI and then all of a sudden cuz she's just driving around drinking and yeah. so, Everybody's dead. I'm going to have some fun and then Woo-hoo. And we were, that's Cops more, pull her over yeah. and they're zombies and then she wakes up and... Or we think so. Yeah. She goes to the bathroom and... Takes all her clothes off. She's getting ready. I think she's getting ready to do a... Uh, we'd call it a riverside shower, but you know, you just clean yourself off in the sink with oh. a rag or something. Yeah, that well, was a yeah, weird because bathroom. that bathroom had oh, no beds or anything. Yeah. The sink. The one sink. It had sink. one sink. It yeah. was huge, though. In the it's corner. Huge. That was a badass bathroom. Huge bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. It was like marble. purple. It was a badass sink. It was like purple and green. It was like almost like weird like Joker colors. Yeah, but she strips down to her underwear... 
another zombie comes in. Same cop. It was a cop. Yeah, zombie. Same zombie yeah. cop. She wakes up again. Yep. Yeah, we skipped that part. But whatever. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. This is, yeah, it's it worth noting that it has a double dream in it because <laughs> yeah. that's, that's something to be Double dreams are always awesome. Yeah. Except that one. Except for that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But yeah, so I guess we got to give some ratings. Sure. To this, uh, Let's do that. Oh, man. I mean, I'm this ready. does not speak to you, You're ready. but not I think all, I, I think I got to go two bags. Wow! All right, yeah, BJ, yeah. I one jocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was one actually jocks. one jocks was where really? I am. Okay, I mean, apparently I've turned into the negative. N- Nelly no, now. no, but I, I'm wa- I wavered. You're negative now. I wavered between <laughs> one jock and one bag. Okay, because I mean, this is so just. I almost gave it a zero. Yeah, I mean, it's so completely <laughs> that was forgettable. Be my question actually: Can you do zero? It's so completely forgettable. It's so just. I mean, it had moments. I mean, I think yeah. otherwise it might have been lower for me. But I mean, like that, I had to work. Yeah, for that. the one. I mean, the girl getting punched in the face. <laughs> yeah, herself got a that job. That was a that was a rating bump right there. But yeah, yeah and, and just, the guy saying, "I'm not crazy." Yeah, I'm gonna. Just, yeah, I'm gonna give it the the jock, just the one jock, because okay. there was the the quasi tribute to other B movies, maybe mm, like the yeah. Omega Man. The yeah, I mean, I think yeah. maybe that's maybe that's why I'm so low. Is I'm. A, that's like one of my closet favorite genres of movies, the post-apocalyptic right, survival right. thing. Yeah, and to have one that was it was doesn't yeah. do anything yeah. annoys me. Like I mean, I, I even like like a boy and his dog, and that's not a very good one, you know. But I'll Mad Max that kind of thing. I'm mm-hmm. all behind. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, but I I I can't recommend anyone watching this. Yeah, no. I mean, we no. really we didn't. I mean, it was there were a couple good things, but yeah, we, we started strong. But sitting through the whole yeah. thing is just. Yeah. It's a chore. We it started really strong. Is. Like we were having some fun making fun of it at the beginning, and then it was, it was that run out. Of <laughs> it got silent. Like, for, well, well, yeah, because when there's nothing to, when they're not even giving you good dialogue yeah. to play off of, or it's like, okay, she's still sitting here, or and the guy keeps period. asking her if she right. has hepatitis or not. Yeah, for twenty minutes, you know, <laughs> and then I fall old. asleep. And there yeah, and then the when comedy. BJ is snoring in the back row, <laughs> yeah, several snoozing. Yeah. You ready for the uh, for the surprise of the evening? What is the surprise of the evening? Eighty four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Uh, how many ratings though? Oh, uh, 19. Okay. 19 ratings. Mm-hmm. Maybe I missed wait, something wait. about this. I don't know. Is the site, is every site listed? Um, like Night of the Comet.info. <laughs> yeah. No. Fangoria and all those kind of magazines like that. Like this is just weird because I don't even see how this could develop like a cult following. I don't either. I mean, it's, it's weird. It's just, it's such a kind of benign Like movie. how did you even find this, Zark? Well, like, like I, I think he said, it was I, kind of a mistake, right? I, like you um, thought it obtained sounded... it in a completely legal manner. Uh huh. Of course. In mm-hmm. which I was actually looking for like the the sixties, seventies. I haven't actually seen it the whole thing until now. Yeah. Okay. I think I've got maybe ten or twenty minutes. I got got to the first zombie previously. It's been it's been it's been in a box yeah. so you, for a long to time. Me, to me, if I had seen this like twenty five years ago, I would not remember it in the least. Right. right. Like yeah. I, it would. Yeah. I would not even remember that I had seen it. I think. There are a couple lines that you might remember. I yeah. Mean, if we had been of the same age now, or same age then as we are, are now, and had seen it, we would probably still, 25 years later, be yeah. going, All right. I just don't give a fuck! If, if this was supposed yeah. to be like a, a, a I don't know, a, an homage to those kind of movies or something... It doesn't even do that. Yeah, just a low you, budget But I'm just homage. saying, if you want to see that, watch Return of the Living Dead. Watch Omega Man, because that, that was... You ever seen Return of the Living Dead from the 80s? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's that done right. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. agreed. Yeah. I got a quick question before we take our break. Vincent okay. Canby, Canby from the New York Times. Uh-huh. Anybody know who he is? Not a clue. Okay, no. he's from the Times. Yeah, his his they are changing. Yeah, his review on Rotten Tomatoes uh-huh. is uh, 
A good-natured and good-natured end-of-the-world B-movie written and directed by Tom Eberhardt, a new filmmaker whose sense of humor augments rather than upstages the mechanics of the melodrama. Wow. Upstages like, the, melodrama? There was a lot of fucking coke being done in the 80s. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but this, this review was written in 03. There was a lot of coke being done in the aughts. <laughs> I'm glad we're out of, I'm glad we're out of the malaise era. Yeah. Anyway. All right. All right, let's move on. Let's take a break yeah, here. Take it to the break. We'll be back. We shall be back with special surprises. Yeah, we have we have stuff to talk about. Woohoo. <laughs> I hope Which so. is what we usually do in the second half, but yeah. Stuff is better than this. All right, and welcome back. Second half. Bamfcast. It's a podcast. A second half. Where we talk about things. About bad movies, because we're fiends. Of course. But now it's time to talk about maybe not bad movies. About no. bad movies that could be redeemed? Sure. Perhaps, we, because we received a ransom note in the mail today. We received a mysterious package. <laughs> Whoa. That you received. <laughs> mysterious package. It's not As a matter th- of fact, I did. It's not even Thursday. Yes. So what is hey. it? Please tell us, BJ. Well, our uh, our f- our friend Green Capped down uh, down south of us Barely. sent us a mysterious package with a DVD uh-huh. and a note. A note. The note which says in it looks like he cut it's kidnapper out of, font. Yeah, it's kidnapper font. Looks like he cut it out out of a magazine. It's on orange paper, which is kind of bizarre. Um, Go Gators! Woohoo! <laughs> Tim T-Bone, my Jesus! Um, the note says, <laughs> You know you hate this movie, but your challenge? Watch it again. But this time, at a lean, mean running time of 63 minutes. Is Batman and Robin still ass? Yes. Can it be de-assified? You be the judge. So, yeah, it's apparently his own personal cut of Batman and yes, Robin? Yes, it is Batman and Robin de-assified, uh, a green-capped special edition. Okay. And... Uh, <laughs> There's actually a box quote on the back. Green Cap's work is consistently dazzling, ingenious, breathtaking, and I can't quite make it out because, uh, like, who, who the quote's from? <laughs> yeah, who the quote from? Yeah, from it's, it's like a low res print. Yeah, yeah, it says not something, something, something. So uh, Green- Peter Travers of Rome. Yeah, Green Cap, uh, please send us a high res of this so we can look at it. We're gonna watch That's this. That's the best we part. Out a bunch of shit, and uh, we should have watched that. We should have watched this. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I'm I'm pretty impressed with the work on this uh, on this on this box art. It looks pretty good. Um, unfortunately, inside there's no label on the on the oh, DVD. Yeah, no. are you looking yeah, gift horses geez. in the mouth? Jeez, yeah. green yeah. capped. Where oh, did you go all out? Get a oh, custom that DVD tooth is a little bit crooked. I'm not taking that horse. Yeah. <laughs> I do not like this horse you have given me. Yeah. No, sir. I mean, 63 I like minutes it. isn't long, but. Well, you know what's really Batman and Robin. You know what's it really could still be. It's really ironic yeah. that I was actually because I'm a, I don't know some kind of sadomasochist. I was actually thinking it's been a long time, and I think I've only ever really sat through Batman and Robin once. Mm-hmm. And something about it has made me like think I need to watch it again just to suffer. So I'll take a shorter version. Yeah, happily, I'm willing to give <laughs> it a try. Okay, <sighs> I guess. So that's our first physical mail. Yeah. 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 So thanks. Thanks a whole bunch, Green Cap. Yeah. 
we are going to watch it at some point. Yeah. And a little Maybe. quick quick shout out how he got this information is, hey, he followed us on Twitter, which if is you keep listening, you, we we're will tell, tell you how. how. It's you not can tough. probably figure it out. Yeah. If you've made, if it, this you've made far. it this far. <laughs> you've probably made it this far before. But anyway, so let's talk about some other movies because we've yes. seen some. Mackie and I, as we teased on the last episode, we did in fact go see Kick-Ass. We did. Woo-hoo. So... We're going to talk in a very general, non-spoilery kind of way about that because I believe two people at the table here have not seen it. I've actually seen it. Oh, okay. Oh. Three I people. Had, one person at this table. I have not. Has I not have seen been it. busy. And one person in the back, maybe. I don't. That's just a hand raise. I don't know if that means she went. <laughs> yes. I don't know if that was a yay or an a. <laughs> yes. Okay. So there's one yeah. person in this room who's not seen Kick Ass. Anyway. Anyway. Somehow that is me. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> surprise! Surprise! So anyway, what would you say about it, Mackie? Is it a yay or an A to go to? It might the be theater? the dorkiest movie ever made. That's entirely true. I, I would confirm this. But I still really, really liked it. Yes. Though, I'm of mixed opinion on a lot of stuff that happens in it. Okay. If only because, like, the first half is very realistic. Yes. Like, if you, if you tried to be a superhero, you would get stabbed very quickly. You know, right. people would shoot at you. You would... Not have a good time. No. At all. And then the second half is just... It's... it's. I'm very torn because after what the first half sets up, the second half is just crazy B-movie, Banff-cast-worthy type stuff. Right. With crazy guns and, and that, stuff in my that opinion is where it goes completely awesome. unrealistic. Yeah, which is <laughs> awesome, but it's weird because it's like they set all this stuff up in the first half as being, you know, like... I know. Like I know. a movie where, oh, we're going to play this straight, and this is all that's, you know, and then all of a sudden it's like... Yeah, it's like... No. Then it's like, we're going to blow your fucking mind, second half. Yeah. Which they do, mm-hmm. and it is pretty awesome. And for once, I actually really, really enjoyed Nicolas Cage in a movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. It's the first time I've said that probably since 1987, whenever Raising Arizona <laughs> came out. <laughs> face-off. But, yeah, I don't know. No, face-off's still shit. Sorry. No, it's an amazing movie. Yeah, but anyway, it's great. I mean, I you know what what did, what did you think, Harlow? I I really wish there had been more of the stuff from the second half because, like, I liked the first half. I liked how it was setting things up, but yeah, the the divide is is very strange. And honestly, I found myself getting a little bit bored in the first half, like towards the latter part of the first half before it goes completely well, insane. Do you think it's because like they show so much crazy stuff in the trailers and you're like, when are you going to get to all that? Yeah, I think I spoiled myself a little bit because yeah. I made the mistake. Not only did I watch the Red Band trailer, but I went online somewhere and there was basically nothing but a hit girl Red Band trailer, which unfortunately showed all of pretty much every awesome thing she does in that movie. Mm-hmm. And that's not a good thing because <laughs> you kind of want to experience it in the context of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So it unfortunately showed me too much and that's when trailers go bad in my opinion. Yeah, but I still really liked it. Yeah. What do you think, Zark? I I liked it. It's uh it's enjoyable. I'm going to go with Harlow on this though. It was um you can only drag that, you know, normal man superhero thing so far, you know, cuz eventually mm-hmm. that plays out the same way you think it would. Yeah. So you kind of got to intervene somewhere with something. I mean, any you look at it like any science fiction and I guess as a subset hero superhero movies mm-hmm. they, they gotta have the cheese you know there's gotta be that big block of cheese that they serve you at some point in time yeah and it's like you know what kind of cheese is it yeah and i thought this was a tasty you know 
mm-hmm. well well aged variety of cheese. Yeah, and, and that's what's strange for me to say that is like you know my bread and butter in the superhero thing is the origin story. Yeah. And I got bored. I'm like, yeah, he bought a wetsuit well, online. Right. The thing about Kick-Ass okay. is he's just kind of... There's no origin to have there. You know? Yeah, like, as a character, they make a point to be, like, Anti- he is just a... Right. Well, no, that he's just an ordinary guy. He's not the most popular guy in school. He's not the dorkiest. He's just kind of... Yeah. Just the everyman. He's, just, he's supposed to be completely average in everything. Yeah, invisible. Yeah. And so, by that token, he's boring. Right. You know, he does... He yeah, doesn't really his, do, but the only interesting thing he does is go out and try and beat people up that are committing crimes or whatever. Yeah. I mean, his, his friends were more entertaining. I mean, it's Clark Duke, oh, yeah. and I don't know who the other kid was, but, I mean, they were more entertaining because you could see them being the actual real dorkiest people at the school, mm-hmm. you know? And he, like like you said, he was, like, the popular one of the dorks. So he just kind of falls somewhere in that middle ground of nobody messes with him, but nobody really cares. I mean, they do get yeah. messed with because apparently they get... They get mugged on a regular basis mm-hmm. walking a certain way home. Yeah. But. It is New York. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, go a different way. But, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I just want to say Nicolas Cage. Yeah. I love that he does an Adam West impersonation whenever <laughs> yeah. he's in costume. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, that's why you get Nicolas Cage to do that movie. Yeah. Because only he would just completely have no problem Hand talking like yeah. this whenever he meets other he was the superheroes. Most, yeah, he was the most like natural, like in his own skin, being the character he was. I mm-hmm. think in that entire movie. Yeah, yeah. It's it's unfortunate we're not going to talk about more things because I think there's other places the movie shines that I don't want to talk about because it gets too spoilery. But yeah, and there's it took a lot of directions I was not expecting yeah. at all because I had only watched the I hadn't watched the Red Band trailer. I'd only right. watched the regular one, but yeah. there was stuff that I didn't know was coming, and they kind of give it up fairly early on. Like, they don't try and hide it from you. They're just like, oh, here no. you go. No, yeah. You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> this isn't what the preview showed me. Yeah. <laughs> I wish that, you know, it's one of those things, like, I don't know if it's the right line to ride, but I mean, I just, like, coming out of the movie theater, I was like, man, I wanted more Big Daddy Hit Girl stuff, because that was what was interesting. And mm-hmm. Kick-Ass, even when he became, quote-unquote, Kick-Ass, still wasn't all that interesting, you know? Yeah. You know, he just didn't have anything, you know? They at least trained or something, you know? <laughs> had mm-hmm. resources. So whatever. Yeah. Like I said, I don't know what the point would have been like where, oh, it's too much now, but whatever. Still good. So still, still recommend. See it for five bucks. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's a good, good matinee movie. Yeah, Absolutely. definitely. I mean, it won't, it won't be too bad if you wait for video, you know, it's. Yeah. There's not much that needs to be seen. Yeah. Not actually, a half except for theater. one, one fairly good explosion at the end. Yeah. And Mark Strong still like him as a villain. Still good stuff. Mm hmm. I don't think I've ever seen him as anything else. But was that the kid or the, the he's the bad, the bad dude? No, that's McLovin was the kid. I don't remember his real name. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, dude, but I can't remember your name. Christopher Mintzblatt. There you go. He did all right. He was he was okay. Nothing yeah. exceptional, but it was yeah yeah. He was a little bit less McLovin, so that was less good. McLovin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eventually, he will outgrow that. But you know, sorry, you give yourself a one name character well, yeah, like and that. And you're that's what you're going to be known as for a while. It's like Spock, you know. Well, if he's going to do that, he's got to play a different character. Well, yeah. This one, he's kind of pretty similar. Yeah. Yeah. He'll, he'll just have to get older and yeah. outgrow that. But, yeah. Um, I think you saw another movie. Harlow. I did see another movie that what was movie in the theaters. Was that? And kind of ties in because, hey, also based on a comic book, I went and saw the, the Losers. And uh, I got to say, it's PG-13, but it's that, it's that diehard for PG-13 where it really doesn't matter. It it mm-hmm. 
there's just enough violence and good stuff that it's a solid PG-13 action movie. Yeah. And I got to say, I really enjoyed it more than I thought I would. It's, uh, <laughs> again, by the end, gets very, very bandcast worthy. There's some, there's some crazy shit that happens in the end of that movie. Yeah. And uh, I, I really liked it. I mean, and I believe, didn't you, you told me that at the end of the movie, if we had been watching it here, we probably all would have stood up and cheered. I think so. <laughs> like we have. <laughs> yes. Many a time. There, nice. Just like there was a, a similarly epic moment at the end of Kick-Ass, there is a similarly epic moment at the end of The Losers mm-hmm. that, you know, kind of polishes it all off and uh, makes it good stuff. Yeah. But I yeah, love I, the movies that give you the big... The big release at some point. Yeah, I mean, I, I like... <laughs> that you've been waiting for the whole movie. I like movies like this. I mean, ostensibly, this is an, an A-team-style movie. You know, these are these are elite guys. They each have their specialty, and it's fun to see, like, what roles they play in whatever particular thing they're trying to get done. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they figure out in order to do this, they've got to break into this place. To, you know, to, in order to do this, they've got to watch this person or steal this or, you, mm-hmm. know, you know, get whatever information. It's just interesting to watch them play their various parts to get that done yeah and uh yeah i mean um i don't know jeffrey dean morgan the comedian guy from the watchman mm-hmm. he's good you know i mean he's he's the he's the hannibal of the a-team you know he's not all that exciting he's just kind of the the glue that holds them all together but yeah. uh the other guys are pretty awesome i mean uh chris evans nice to see him showcasing what i hope you know the kind of action the good stuff he's going to do as captain america kind of thing you know because you know, he was in the Fantastic Four, but he didn't get to be a superhero. He just shot CGI flames mm-hmm. out of it. You know, yeah. not, not a lot of actiony stuff in that. And uh, I got to say, uh, the guy that played Cougar, Oscar uh, Yaneda, I guess I'll go with. I've never seen him in anything else, but he does that badass like you're more badass by not saying anything role, like Billy from Predator. Yeah, you know, just like yeah. the guy when he tells you something, you know, yeah, you know it's about important. to go down. Yeah. Right, like I will say one word and it's important. You know, yeah. and. It was it, that was cool. I liked him, and uh, a surprisingly pretty awesome turn from Jason Patrick playing the villain. Yes, oh really? Yeah, Lost Boys Jason Patrick or Speed Two's Jason Patrick. Nice, but yeah, it's he does this very odd um, kind of mild mannered villain thing that's pretty cool in the movie. Hmm. So yeah. def- so definitely worth. Yeah, I, like I think worth a five bucks or wow. worth a full full price. I don't know. I I got to be honest. I really liked it. I mean, I you know. I don't think most people are. I mean, I, I have no connection to the comic, so... Yeah. I, have, have you read reviews since? Because uh, I know a lot of them were not kind. Yeah, no, it's got a 7 out of 10 on the IMDb. Yeah. That's user ratings, you know. Um, yeah, they just seem to be, well, for a lot of them, was... It, it's, these, they should be glad they came out before the A-team, you know, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, but that's the thing, is like, you know, I don't, I don't have a limited amount of capacity to enjoy movies like this. There aren't <laughs> enough movies like this in my opinion, you <laughs> yeah. know? So I, you know, I don't make that connection. I, the only reason I said that is that's kind of the thing it is, you know, mm-hmm. group of cool dudes who have special talents and they go and use them. Yeah. I, I don't have a problem with more than one movie with that. Yeah. It's almost like a heist movie. Yeah. Except a little bit. Yeah. It's a dirty dozen type thing. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I enjoyed it. I mean, it's not going to like win any awards, but it was a, damn fun movie i i enjoy action movies like this well so. i will borrow the dvd from you in <laughs> three or four months yeah <laughs> yeah so i saw law-abiding citizen finally. did you now ah oh, did you wow what did you think of that one you know how we talk about night of the comet doesn't go anywhere right yeah, law-abiding citizen wastes no goddamn time getting anywhere <laughs> it is like bam 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 
What did I had a lot of fun with it right up until the end. Yes. Right that, up until the very end. But, you know, the more I thought about the end, that was kind of the only way it could end. Yeah, unfortunately, they wrote themselves into a corner with that one. Yeah. But it's a lot of fun to get there. You know, it's not it's not great. It's pretty mm-hmm. pretty decent. But. Well, and it's also, it's funny because it's one of those movies, like, you know, that you kind of got in the mid-90s right after Usual Suspects came out, where it's like, you're like, man, that's so freaking awesome, and that's awesome, and that's awesome. And then you think about it, you know, 20 minutes later, and you're like, yeah, there's no fucking way they could have yeah. done that. <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> that's like, no, that's that? completely, how did he get there that quick? No, that's, no. You know, yeah. th- it's that sort of thing. But while you're watching it, you're like, this is incredible. I'm like, that's so that's freaking crazy. awesome. How did like, he do that? I loved the judge part. Oh, which part? You have to remind me. When they're meeting with the judge and she gets a call on her cell phone. Oh, uh, yeah. That That part was just fantastic. Because yeah. it's like I knew something was going to be going on, but like the way it happened was just fantastic. Yeah. So that that was a fun movie. I I had more fun than I should have. Right. Like that's that's almost like the definition of a guilty pleasure movie. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I and I wasn't. You probably weren't <laughs> expecting anything going into it. No. Either. But uh, you know, obviously, I saw it uh, several weeks ago, and that's that's pretty much the way I felt. It was. Worth watching, but yeah, uh, yeah. it's junk. Gonna, it's I, junk I, food, but you enjoy the hell. I'm going to tell you the much. definition it's of like guilty pleasure movie. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> or are you going to talk? Yes, you, you know. You guys, I, do. I guess you guys just both saw movies that I that actually saw seen. before. I you. know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we finally caught up with BJ. On I'm just going to throw in that I think you you totally undersold Rambo, aka Rambo Four, John Rambo, whatever the hell you want to call it. Because the latest Rambo. Oh dear God! Because they they <laughs> should have sent a poet instead of me. <laughs> I oh cannot, my god! I couldn't describe that movie well enough. Holy crap, dude! When we were when we were chatting via IM today, you you put it in a lot better words than I could have. I just I've never carnage. I have never seen a more epic kill fest in my <laughs> life. Where it's not gratuitous at all. Like you're like I want these motherfuckers to, to die, die painfully, <laughs> and when it happens, oh my god, satisfying. So satisfying. And I think I, I think I told you guys when I when I saw it that it was some of the most well done. Like it's fucking some of the Saving most, Private Ryan. It's shit, better than like, Saving. I know, Private but I'm saying Ryan. like I mean, I mean it's, it's like it's you, it looks like a low budget movie with Saving Private Ryan. You know, Omaha Beach scene. You know, I mean it's it's yeah, crazy. The way guys get cut apart yeah. and blown up <laughs> and shot with arrows. So basically, it's Rambo is just the angel of death yes. floating in in the last twenty yes. minutes of this movie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, like Fine. you were just saying about I'm being kidding. disappointed by the ending. Not in this movie. <laughs> I, the the beginning to to Rambo yeah. is just kind of oh ho hum, you know. All right, all yeah. right, it's fucking John Rambo. All right. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I I There's actually knife. I like the way it sets up. Like he's like living this life of, you know, just leave me alone. Yeah, leave me alone. I I go out and drive this boat <laughs> and collect snakes and sometimes ferry people up. Oh, go with fun. Yeah, the war is in your blood, you know. I'm a man of peace. I'm yeah. done killing. I'm a man of peace. Then, I'm done like, killing. The moment, I'm he, done killing. the moment he goes into Rambo mode. <laughs> I'm, I'm back. <laughs> it's, like a, just, it's like a switch. He just goes, <laughs> click. Yeah. I'm a fuck people. You know, we just talked about like the worst parts of the 80s. Yeah. This is the best parts of the <laughs> 80s <laughs> coming back. Oh, God. Yeah. So it, what you're saying is I need to see this immediately. Yes, yeah. I... I have to buy the Blu-ray of this movie immediately because I watched a not so good copy and What's the I, now you feel, now you feel guilty for it. I do feel guilty, but don't worry. 
they're getting my money. <laughs> yeah. This will happen. So, so, and that was directed by Stallone. Yes. Right? So this makes you probably even more anticipatory for expendables. Words can't say them. <laughs> just yeah. We will I, be I seeing. Have to, I have to mention my buddy Matt listened to the last podcast, and he didn't. He wants he wants in on a certain podcast. We won't get into that just yet. But there's a certain movie that whenever we do it, he has demanded to be here for it. A certain movie starring a certain person we were just discussing. Yes. Mm. And and I said, well, you must be pretty pumped for Expendables. And he's like, I don't know what that is. And oh. I just and I wrote him back and I was just like, IMDb, I'll wait. <laughs> and then he was like, well, well, he was listening to the podcast and he said, he said, I think I'm in like July 4th. I'm like, okay, just keep going. Write me back in ten minutes then. Yeah. Nice. Ten minutes later, his response is, oh, my no God. <laughs> He's like, when is opening night, and which theater are we going to? Nice. Yeah. So, yeah. He, Please let there be a midnight showing. Yeah. He, he is pumped, and he is ready. Yes. So, we got we got another one in for Expendables I, night. Yeah. yeah. I Let's put it this way. I finished watching Grandpa last night at, like, <laughs> Grandpa. At, at about midnight last night, and I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm going to go to bed, and I'm like, uh, there's you were no too way hyped. I'm sleeping. <laughs> you were too pumped. So what I did is I went through my library of the worst possible movies I could possibly watch uh, just to bring myself down. And this is only going to be a quick cautionary tale that this isn't even, this isn't even good for that. Like maybe if you want to fall asleep or I don't know, but I I settled on couples retreat. Ugh. And uh you know Why we talked about we, no no we talked about the weekend at Bernie's like let's make a movie so we can get paid to go to tropical locations. That's this movie. And the worst example I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. Weekend at Bernie's 2 had more comedy than this. There was nothing. I think I got a chuckle. So it's a lot of funny people not being funny. Right. And the only thing thing that got me like a mild chuckle was, um, what's his name? Ken Jeong. The guy was in The Hangover and is in what community, I think? I don't know. But whatever. He was was in Knocked Up. Yeah. yeah, He's in all the Apatow stuff. But yeah, I think he got like a mild chuckle out of me. For one thing, mm-hmm. he did, but yeah, yeah, no, don't. I just, I mean, like I said, that was. So, like, I mean, do you think that was a result of immediately falling the Rambo kill fest, or no? Do you think it was just it was that bad? <laughs> it was that bad. Yeah, it, nothing, nothing redeemable. Well, the funny thing is, like, it's one of those movies. Like, it at a certain point, it stops trying to be a comedy and starts trying to do, to say something about oh, relationships, God. you know? And that's like that's the worst thing you can do, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like you're not funny to begin with, and you're like, yeah. let's tie a message to this. If you got a message, leave it at the beep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, you know so why? that's that's all. Just I don't even want to. I don't even want to talk about that movie. I'm just saying that I, I made the yeah. mistake of following it up. Hey, but I, but I got to well, sleep after it. And, and that's what I realized. <laughs> I realized that too. Like it, in doing this podcast, in that a bad comedy is like the worst oh, yeah. thing ever. Yeah. yeah, it is. Like mm-hmm. a bad comedy has nothing to save it. No. Ever. No. Not at all. So yeah, not even even a shark leaping out and no, there's not chewing on a dead guy. Not a damn. Yeah, thing. that can kind of save some of it. <laughs> Almost sometimes, maybe yeah, anyway. a little bit. Yeah, but uh, I think uh, I'm in- sorry, John Favreau, director of Iron Man and Iron Man Two, but <laughs> stop acting. <laughs> Stick to directing. <laughs> get, get behind the camera. And uh, going going uh, back to people who want to join us for movies. Uh huh. I think. Uh, Greencapped tweeted tweeted us that he wants to uh, he and Fleabeard I think right. want to yes. join us for uh, Jonah Hex which apparently looks like it's going to be a shit fest. I'm in based on a comic <laughs> yeah, book. I, I I'm think in. He, didn't he call it Van Helsing two? 
something yeah, to something that like that. Oh, please don't say that. Which Wasn't I don't. I, yeah, I don't. I don't see that connection myself. But but hey, if we're gonna see it in the theater, we might as well make it a make it a Bampcast night. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If we're gonna do that, I'm cool with doing it. I. But if we're not gonna meet $5. up with them, I don't want to see it at all. Like I do yeah. not care about that movie. Well, we'll do. We'll definitely do a five dollar thing. Yeah. yeah. Big shout out to to uh, AMC for doing that Monday through Thursday. At the, yeah, and the Regal theater. does yeah, Sundays. Yeah, do Sundays. Do Sundays at Regal. Nice. Yeah, that, that's something I was going to throw in. Is um, I think we need to go ahead and say we're probably switching our schedule again. Um, just a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Basically, uh, our other podcast, No Quarters, that we do, we've found that given our amount of time and work and everything else, uh, we're not getting the kind of time we thought we would to be able to play new video games, to have yeah. new things to talk about. So we're going to move that podcast to a monthly thing instead mm-hmm. of every other week. Which means... Which means one more Banffcast a you month. You get three Banffcasts a month, motherfucker. Yeah, we're going to basically do three weeks straight of Banffcast, skip one. So just throwing that out there. Yeah. Max so. just started cheering. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to throw that out. You're going to basically getting one more Banffcast. So in honor of that, in order for us to have some things to talk about, I think I'm going to make part of my routine either going on Sundays or a weekday through most of the summer, at least to, so you want to see, you want to try and see something new every, I, I kind of do. I mean, it's like, unless it's like the July 4th weekend, which maybe hopefully mm-hmm. there will be something Shit in the backlog yeah. because I'm not going to any of the movies that weekend. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as long as there's something reasonable to see, which for the next few weeks, I believe there is. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to throw it out. I would like to do some spoil casts. Okay. As in, like, yeah. as soon as, if we can all, get together for movies if we see them this summer i vote we yeah. dedicate to uh getting a spoil cast out quick after these yeah okay i think there's a a high probability that sundays i can i can make that so. yeah. yeah i mean it, it's it works pretty well and uh i think we, we, we were going to kind of do like a list like we did um last summer you know just a little right. checklist so at the end of the summer and i think we should put it on the website yeah so i mean i would say we have two two check marks so far and and mm-hmm. kick ass and the losers mm-hmm. um yeah, out of the, I don't know, if they even Well, I think Losers made the list. Kick-Ass was on the border. You know, we were saying yeah. his summer started, but whatever. We'll still give it a, a check mark right. in the A column. It You know, it happened around the time of our yeah. summer movie preview. Yeah. Preview, peer, preview, yeah. preview. Did you like that epic? Yeah. I did. I like that. I thought that was cool. <laughs> oh. well, I remember when you did it, it sounded pretty epic. So. Yeah. You know. I don't know how you did that with your voice, just yeah. without any effects or anything. I mean, I like that he brought the levels up just a little bit, yeah, so yeah. it sounded more Yeah, important. you were a little quiet when you did it the first time. Yeah. So. Well, you have to be quiet when you do the echo echo. Oh, it's like this, that weird monk <laughs> undulating thing, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That didn't sound right at all. <laughs> no, but I know <laughs> no. what you're talking about. Yeah, it was funny. I was listening to uh, the podcast from last year where we did our summer movie preview. Okay. And it's just funny to me to think, I was like, Star Trek, I don't know. I'm probably not going to say it. And then later on after I saw Star Trek, I'm like, Star Star Trek was amazing. Fuck yeah. Holy Christ. And now we've just alienated Green Captain Fleabear. (laughs) I don't think they like that movie. But that's all right. Yeah. To each their own. But it's just just funny to think about, (laughs) it's just funny to think about what we anticipate and what we don't. Yeah. Yeah, there was a couple shockers last summer, I believe. I don't even think we talked about District Nine. Probably not. I think that flew totally under. The and radar. Moon, it Moon, did. we didn't oh, talk yeah. about no, either. We didn't know. You know, it was like, and Until those are the movies that it. knocked us on our butts, pretty much. Yeah. Right. So hopefully, we'll have some surprises this summer. Snuck but, yeah. up behind us and kicked us in the cock. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then slammed our head into a car. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Insult injury. So, BJ, would you like to tell the fine folks out there how they might get in contact oh, with us? Are wrapping this bitch up, huh? I think so. Unless you had All something right. else to say. No, sir. Zart, you got anything else to say? I'm good. 
Good. Sorry, sorry again. Good, because you're not coming back after uh, your yeah. comment. I, you I don't blame you. Seriously. You're banned for a while, buddy. Fair enough. Unless you can do some sort of infinite improbability drive thing and get back over here. It's highly... Uh, I might surprise you. Infinitely improbable. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. We're just assholes. We have to understand this. <laughs> I, I, I we deserve know, this. And we know you are, too, so that's why we get to do this. <laughs> yeah. Nice. We're assholes of feather. <laughs> what? Of, of feather, not with, or... Uh, yeah. Look Ass- at him, Klaus. <laughs> anyway, BJ, <laughs> contact information. So, tell uh, the fine people how to find us. I don't know if I can. <laughs> yeah, you got a you could picture an asshole with a feather right now. Aren't you? <laughs> I wasn't until you just said that. Yep. So thanks. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. I hear we're on Twitter. <laughs> hey, up. I might have teased that earlier. <laughs> So there are several ways that you can get in contact with us. Uh, you can check us out at the website bmfcast.com. Hopefully that's where you found us. Um, you can also check us out at iTunes, where you can subscribe to our podcast, and you can rate us if you want to, five stars, please. You can write a review for us, which would be extremely helpful for uh, those of us, or those of them, that don't know about us. You can check us out on the Twitters, as Harlow alluded to earlier. We are at BMFCast. It's very important that you check us out there. Follow us, and we'll tell you pretty much uh, all the things that are going on. We're going to try to give you a heads up on what movies we're doing so you can maybe get a copy for your own so you can check it out and then listen to a podcast. You can also check us on the Facebook, which apparently is popular with all the kids. So, you know, we are facebook.com slash BMFcast, right? That is correct. Yes. Uh, what else am I missing? There's a BMFcast. Only the most important thing in the world. Oh, and email. I'll get there. No. (laughs) That's one of That is not as important as the phone and... Email. Email, yeah. 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 So before I, before I drop the bomb on you that this, that is the BAMFcast hotline, if you want to send us an email, you know, email's kind of yeah. passe, yeah. but bmf at bmfcast.com, you can uh, send us suggestions, um, you know, comments, questions, anything. Just fire it out there. We want to hear from you. Pictures of cats. Pictures of cats. But the most important thing that you can ever do in your life is call the BAMFcast hotline. Get us on the Garfield phone at 910-5-JOCKS-BMF or 910-556-9263. Reach out and slap someone. That is the second most important number in the world, only behind 911 mm-hmm. or 999 if you're in the UK area. Right. Lord Anthony oh. William McDonald. Yeah, there's a shout out. <laughs> nice. And our to our fan in Oman, our fan in Oman, we don't know what they you don't have for tele- They don't have telephones. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's pretty cool. We don't even know how you get on the internet. Yeah. So. <laughs> I don't. I didn't Max even just shut us off. Now. We had him a minute ago. I didn't even know what Oman was until he, yeah. you know, until know. he showed up. I so. thought it was that like that black model chick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you man. mean David Bowie's wife? Yes, David Bowie's wife. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna get a new package <laughs> in a few days. Uh, that one will have anthrax yeah. in it, won't it? Damn hey, it. look! You sent us an alarm clock <laughs> yeah. and some candles. <laughs> <laughs> It's our birthday. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Tune in for the next explosive episode See, of the Banffcast. Yeah, don't you want to be on this? Yeah. That's why you call the Banffcast hotline. Yep. So you, we, you we, can get just, to, we can ridicule. <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> you'll hear your voice as we ridicule it. Like John yeah. P. Uh, two, two episodes. One episode ago? Two. Eh, two episodes two. Maybe ago. Three. It was a while back. Yeah, like Sometime John P. in the past. And look how... Marty. And I will tell you what, John P., has, you know, he's really moved up in the world since he was on the BMF. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I heard um, 
uh, I think he won supermodel. Lottery. Yeah, lottery and supermodel. Something, something like, like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't even call it. He doesn't even write anymore. That's no. how big he is. No, that's cool. I mean, we, we respect <laughs> That's that. how big he yeah, is. We just wish, like you know. a huge boat. Wish he'd, like, you know, throw a little bit of money this way. We could yeah. use some, like, new yeah. microphones and stuff. I mean, right. at least throw us a boat. A boat, right. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just a boat. One. Doesn't matter. Like, you know that, that one that's, like, a little too small to get you to the main boat? We'll take that one. Yeah. Or just let us borrow it. Yeah. But, you know, calling BMF Cast Hotline really gets you places. It does. Before we wrap it up, I want to say we're also going to, uh, besides doing the three week thing, we. <laughs> I'm George Bush in it now. Don't don't make fun of my Carlos hand gestures. making weird hand motions. Um, we are also going to try a little bit of a um, more rigid schedule for releasing. Yes. Try. I mean, we are going to do a more uh, rigid schedule, and that is uh, we generally tend to record on um, secrets here Tuesdays or Wednesday nights. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the time, some occasional weekends. But uh, assuming we keep our normal schedule of Tuesday or Wednesday night recording, we're going to try to get these up by Friday morning now so that uh, you can enjoy the weekend with us. But we, we, we were kind of thinking, and, uh, you know, if you're like us, you like to get your friends together, watch a shitty movie, you know, get the podcast, figure out what movie we've done, rent it Friday, Saturday night, acquire it somehow. Mm-hmm. Or you can hear our bullshit opinions on the movies that are out <laughs> now so that you can go see them. Right. Yeah. So either way, we're talking about movies. Movies are a weekend thing. Made, yeah, made logical it. sense to us. So none of, no more of this like, hey, we talked about something that happened like a week or two ago. Right. We, we'd like to have you know have it be a little bit more relevant. So so if you haven't seen we're the tightening pod- up tightening up those bootstraps. So if you haven't seen the podcast by noon on Friday, then harass us on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Call us on the Bamcast hotline, hotline and complain. Yeah, pretty much. Operators <laughs> operators are standing by <laughs> to take your complaints and forward them on to me because I haven't done it for some reason. Right. Yeah. I better be infirmed. Anyway, you'll get angry calls from me and BJ. I know. <laughs> you motherfucker! <laughs> Shoot this Where's motherfucker! Yeah. So, shall we wrap this up? I think, this I think fine, so. This fine uh, edition of the answer episode. You're going to kill me, aren't you? We'll let Zark. No. <laughs> we'll no. let you live. But you Tune can in never next come week back. to find out if we murdered Zark. Zark. <laughs> we can live. We can both, both live. <laughs> so, crash and burn, sir. I'm Harlow. I'm Aki. I'm the Beach. And our special guest, Zark. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. Yes. Yeah, thanks for bringing the movie, Zark. Yeah. You're thanks. Fucking welcome. <laughs> Dick Nugget. Thanks. <laughs> Fuck you. All right, see you next time. Cock Goblin. <laughs> Ramcast! <laughs>